Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. The happy afternoon, sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky. Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry. Cause now we going Indeed, it's Friday. The weekend is here, and we're going to get you ready for the weekend with one of the best in the business, Hall of Famer Dwayne Peterson of Northland Fishing Tackle. And Dwayne, you're just mentioning to me that you've been up on Rainy Lake. Uh, what's going on on Rainy? Well, we just I uh, just got back uh, late last night from Rainy. Spent a few days up there uh, chasing smallmouth uh, with my brother John uh, in preparation for. Uh, the I Falls Bass Championship that uh, takes place here at the end of the month. Uh, we had a good, uh, good two three days uh, mix mixture of weather for sure, and, and a little more wind than we like. But uh, we we did some exploring in some parts of the lake that we haven't spent a lot of time in, and we did catch some big fish, but we didn't catch a lot of fish, and uh, learned a few things that I hope will be uh, beneficial to us uh, come tournament day. Okay, well, yeah, that's uh, that's the second one up there. How'd things go first time around for you? First time around, uh, Gussie and John uh, were in good shape after two days. I think they were third or fourth and had a tough third day. They fell to 13th. Uh, my son Travis and grandson Jace, uh, I think they finished in the mid-20s, uh, thereabouts. Uh, but uh, not big checks, but at least they, they showed, yeah. Okay. Well, how's the bass fishing been in general in the North Country this summer? Oh, I think it's been excellent. Uh, every stop that we've made, and we move around quite a bit, uh, you know, this time of the year, and most places we go, the bass have been very cooperative, and and uh, we're still catching a lot of the a lot of our largemouth on topwater baits, uh, topwater frogs, uh, particularly in you know, in, in dense cover in pads and reeds and rice and and uh, most of these fish are on the perimeter of the lake, uh, very, very shallow. We had a, a hot bite the other night where there was a lot of fish in, you know, two to four feet of water with a lot of vegetation. And uh, overall, I think it's been very good. Uh, some of the weed line lakes where you catch your bass deeper, you know, that uh, lakes that are more dominated by, you know, by largemouth than they are by pike and, and walleyes, uh, that bite has been good, too, with a, just a fishing with a eighth or quarter ounce jig head with a soft plastic on it and throwing into the weed lines that's been that's been good too so i would say you know this time of the year the largemouth fishing is always good it's just a matter of moving around and, and the different lakes uh, fish differently and and if you could find any type of obstruction on the shorelines or vegetated areas you'll find largemouth okay yeah it uh, it is the time to fish uh, bass for sure and you know, I'm hearing more and more reports of bass. Are you finding that there are more and more people fishing bass these days, or not? Oh, I think absolutely. I think uh, I think it's uh, there's a movement. The last uh, you know five to ten years. Look at what's happened with uh, with collegiate bass fishing and high school bass fishing clubs. And not to say that those clubs are all about bass, but a lot of them are focusing on bass because they're. Uh, they're a popular species to pursue, and, and uh, they're willing biters, and 
you're seeing a movement there, and I think uh, just the hype that's been you know circulating. I've been promoting bass fishing for, for yeah. many, many many years, and I I've got an awful lot of buddies that are die hard walleye fishermen. That every now and then they'll they'll take a you know a bass fishing trip, and even even some of the guides, you know, a lot of the guides locally that are having success, they're not fishing walleyes every day. They're they're uh, diversifying a little bit and giving their their clients a chance to catch pike and, and largemouth and fanfish and diversification of our fishery you know is is uh is, is is special and and i think to be able to pursue various species as the season progresses and target the fish that are most active only makes sense one of the things uh, so yes i think i think nationwide there's been a you know uh, a growth in the interest in both large and smallmouth bass fishing uh, very very evident one of the things I uh, always hear from people is that, no, we probably will never get the world record bass out of these waters, but the uh, the number of bass and the action is unparalleled here compared to elsewhere. Well, you know, I've always quoted Al Linder, you know, who's world-renowned uh, fisherman, been everywhere in the country, and he, he contends that, you know, Minnesota's got the best largemouth fishing and now that and now smallmouth fishing as well right of any place in the country and and i said that too you know we may not have the the very regular uh you know potential for seven and eight pounders but we've got potential for for uh, five pounders and even six pounders in our state and and uh what we do have is an abundance of two to two to four pounders and that's the bread and butter of you know of any bass fishery no matter what states you're in yeah so yes, we have we have opportunities that are, that are great for not only largemouth fishing but smallmouth as well. Smallmouth populations are are booming everywhere. You know, you look what's happened that uh, even in our area here with some of the lakes, the smallmouth that 20, 25 years ago we we didn't fish them because there weren't many. And you look at what's happened on Malax Lake has become mm-hmm. world renowned for you know for the smallmouth that are there and and not necessarily to the chagrin of you know of the walleye people but uh it, it is it's evolution taking place and we've got to adjust to it stay tuned we got a lot more to come with Dwayne peterson you're listening to fishing ball bunion country where all the cool kids hang out and kev jackson too This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Talking with Dwayne Peterson from Northland Tackle. And Dwayne, one of the amazing stories I've been hearing, and I've talked to many, many people about it all summer, is that uh, the, the walleye bite on Lake Bemidji this summer is uh, pretty def- logic-defying. I mean, it just hasn't really slowed down much. Yeah, I think that's that, that's pretty much true. You know, I, I think it sometimes gets you know overstated a little bit i i think you still got to grind them out out there this time of the year and and i don't know if there's a slam dunk out there i don't know about it but <laughs> i i think that uh it's, it's one of the best lakes uh unquestionably in in the whole state uh consistently for walleyes but it does take some uh <laughs> some uh, some doing to get a good bite on a daily basis and and sometimes you got to you got to look at the uh, you know the middle of the road fisherman to see what he can catch out there to determine how good the lake really is. If if the experts are giving them, that's one thing. But if the sure. 
if the casual angler can get them on a regular basis, that that proves that it's you know that it's really a good bite out there. But I love Lake Bemidji; it's diverse. It got so many options out there. You can, you know, you can vertical jig these fish right now with a puppet minnow and a jig and wrap, or you can pull, you know, a crawler and a spinner uh, shallow and on the inside weed line or the outside weed line. Uh, you can rake. You know, with a crawler or a leech in in twelve to eighteen feet or down to twenty two feet, it's just a such a variety of things that you can do on Lake Bemidji right now and 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 catch fish. But uh, I guess I'm not uh, in the in the uh, crowd that says it's dynamite out there. I still <laughs> think you got to grind them out to get them day after day. Uh, but Lake Bemidji, no question, uh, one of the best walleye lakes in the country. Um. What else have you been hearing from, uh, I know you know a lot of anglers, what else have you been hearing out there? Well, the muskies are starting to move. Uh, we sure had a lot of activity on rainy, uh, you know, on, on muskies. And I know Craig and Scott Anderson have been on Lake of the Woods quite a bit here. And they're catching muskies every trip while they're while they're fishing for larger, for smallmouth, I should say. And I think locally, uh, a couple of the guys that I've talked to are seeing some fish movement, uh, it's it's that time of the year now where you know where the casters start to start to shine uh, with their musky fishing and and it's only going to get better as we move into the mid later part of August and and the first parts of September. The pike on the weed line are are there and bite. I've, I've talked to several guys, uh, uh, Lake Bemidji particularly, that are catching pike. Uh, you know, in the in the cabbage patches, uh, pulling a stinger bucktail and a and a sucker minnow, uh, probably the most effective way to do it. And, uh, yeah, I think the, the diversity of species right now, you know, the old the old dog days that, that people talked about where the lakes got skunky and we couldn't catch any fish, uh, that's in our past. We don't we don't talk about that anymore. There, There's always some fish biting somewhere. If you diversify, you know, what lake you're fishing, what technique you're using, and what species you're pursuing, fishing is always good. Have you seen or heard of uh, anybody, speaking of northerns, taking advantage of the new northern regulations? You know, I have not, and I think I think we discussed that last time you and I talked, that I, I haven't heard of of that being a, a, a notable change, at least in, in my circles. I sure applaud the, the DNR for, for making that change and trying something to to reduce those numbers of small pike and let the people harvest them and hopefully, you know, grow a, a better average size pike. But I have not heard, uh, I have not heard much uh, relative to that. No. Okay. What about your observations as a, a guy who's been on the water for many, many years and very, been uh, very active in promoting fishing and, and promoting, uh, taking care of our fisheries, anything out there you're seeing that concerns you right now? Well, I think, I think yes. I, I think that the fact that we have become so proficient with electronics, uh, that the uh, the equipment that we're using to pursue fish nowadays is just light years ahead of what we had 15, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago. You just can't believe what these new electronics are doing uh, with mapping and GPS and, and colored videos and side imaging and down imaging and and there's just so many things going on that that make people better fishermen or at least more effective fishermen sooner than it did back in the day where we had to we had to log time in order to be proficient at, at the fishing game. 
And now it comes fast. It's a fast path. And the other thing that worries me is the communications between between anglers. There can be a hot bite somewhere on a certain spot, and within minutes you can have your buddy there by getting on your cell phone and telling them where and how to do it. And and I think it's a technology that, that has me concerned, and I think it, it has the, the tendency to uh, to overpressure, you know, our fisheries. And, and uh, you know, we've weathered the storm so far, but I just, uh, I'm a little concerned about how uh, much technology has played into into our game and uh, bigger boats, faster boats, GPS, uh, spot lock type electric uh, motors, uh, communication via the internet, cell phone, YouTube. Uh, it, it's a little bit scary, uh, particularly when you've been in this game as long as I have and and. Uh, I just hope that we can weather the storm as far as the, you know, our fisheries are concerned. You know, that, uh, that sounds like a concern a lot of people have about technology in general, how, how it's affecting our, right. our world. Well, there's no doubt about it. Uh, uh, we, we change with what's available to us in terms of convenience and, and uh, those things that give us a, a chance to be more successful at what we do on the water, and I guess to maximize our time and, and our effort, I guess is why it's uh, is why it's uh, happening. You know, we're all trying to be more proficient and enjoy the free time that we've got uh, more so, and uh, we can't stop it, Kevin. It is what it is, but uh, that doesn't mean we can't have some concern about it. Your thoughts on the potential of a statewide four walleye limit? Well, I think that's probably long overdue. You know, I, I think we've talked about it uh, long enough. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that uh, I think the vast majority of anglers would be would be uh, comfortable with that. Uh, I think the thing that I that I feel bad for, I guess, is the is the tourists that come that you know are are limited to the number of fish that they could take. They come and stay a week, and they don't take you know four fish home with them. Uh, and we're competing with with uh, the Dakotas. They've got you know better limits, bigger limits. So that might be a concern. Although the you know Ontario's got real real tight limits now too, and aren't allowing the people to take very many fish. So so I'm all for a four fish limit on, on the walleyes, one over twenty. I do think we've got to be able to harvest some of the bigger fish, and I think if they allow them one over twenty, uh, that that gets that done but uh i support it i support it and i think it's long overdue and and uh i think most fishermen are are willing to accept a a four fish limit statewide as compared to the six fish limit and we do have you know special regs on a lot of our lakes that have reduced limits and slot limits yeah one other view that i have relative to slot limits is i think they need to be adjusted more regular than they are to keep, uh, you know, to fish down the big fish that uh, take up some of the space that the the small eater type fish could, uh, you know, could take up. So, yeah, I support the four fish limit. Uh, I'd like to see slot limits adjusted more regular. Okay. Well, uh, as we wrap it up, if we're headed out fishing this weekend, I think your advice would be to be diverse, certainly. Um, what should we be taking in our boat in uh, any particular lakes we should be checking out these days? Uh, I, I wouldn't focus on any, uh, even suggest, I guess, any particular lake right now because I haven't, I haven't fished locally so much the last 10 days here, but, but I think you, you, uh, you pursue your, your favorite area to go to and, and diversify your presentation a little bit and, and try something different or something new and, and, uh, do something that you haven't done before or go to a lake that you haven't been to before and, 
and settle for you know sometimes you got to settle for less you got to settle for less bites uh you got to be happy with some perch sometimes and, and happy to catch some pike and and don't be discouraged because the walleye fishing is tough on wherever it happens to be uh try to do some other things and you know you can't go wrong on on the lakes that we have locally here from you know, Bemidji to Big Lake to Plantagenet and, and the Cass Lake chain. Uh, we just have so many options. Red Lake is, is going a little bit again, and and even Winnie and Leech Lake, you can always catch some fish. So we have just so many opportunities, and, and, and hundreds of small lakes uh, intertwined with those those special lakes. And I, I hate to zero in on anything particular, especially when I haven't fished uh, walleyes here in the last, uh, last 10 days. Myself, I'm going to fish bass again for another three weeks. <laughs> well, it's a good time to do it, certainly, and and you certainly can try. If uh, there's a lot more lakes to try, if you're interested in bass or panfish, there really is. There's, uh, I don't know, it's just every every day is an adventure when you go to a different lake and try a different technique and and fish a different species, and uh, you know, you uh, variety could be the spice of life, and it surely is in the fishing game. Dwayne Peterson, Hall of Fame angler from Northland Tackle, joining me today. Uh, Dwayne, we'll always enjoy having you on the show. Thank you for your time. You're sure welcome. If you're getting out there fishing this weekend, good luck. Please don't cast into my dragon boat. Fish hail! Bob Barn, yeah! Country! Country!